Welcome to A Higher Branch, a source of practical and powerful information for busy people dedicated to boosting their personal health and professional performance. I'm your host, Sam McCall. Hello and welcome to this week's episode in what is part three and the final part of my podcast series with Luke Catinho on health and wellness and what an episode this is. We talk about supplements, we talk about discipline and consistency and I love how Luke merges the physical with the emotional and the mental aspects of wellness. So yes, we talk about melatonin supplements, we talk about supplements in general, circadian rhythms, you know, the, the techniques for an incredible sleep. We, but we also talk about discipline and consistency and so much more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my third and final episode with Luke Coutinho, which I am going to remember for a long time. So do you believe in supplements? or Are there some whole food supplements that you think that we should be taking because we've been told depletion in soils? And- it's necessary. Absolutely necessary. Again, bio-individually. Like I'm traveling right now. I'm in a hotel. I don't have my home food. I'm carrying a whole food multivitamin with me because I don't know how long the food has been in the freezer, how long the vegetables have been in the cooler. So I will take a multivitamin. But once I'm back home and I know I'm growing my vegetables and I have access to good food, I'm not going to take the multivitamin. So supplement, like the word says, is to supplement a deficiency. I will take a vitamin D3 every month because irrespective of sunshine, I can see it in my own patients. So I take a vitamin D3 every month. I will take a probiotic if I feel I've just finished an antibiotic course, which, you know, like a year ago, there was a snake bite and you had to take antibiotics. It's beyond control. But I did a month of probiotics because I was on a heavy course of antibiotics. So I would take a probiotic then. I will take a selenium or a CoQ10 if I'm on a statin. If my patient is on a steroid and I'm depleting vitamin A and vitamin B6, I will put it in through a supplement for the time he's on the steroid. So supplements have to be used in a very judicious way. You can't just say, wow, this sounds great. This is going to be giving me brain energy and keep popping it. You can also get brain energy if you sleep well at night. So we use supplements in a prescription form. We try to tell people. And like you said, we are working on that software where the day will come where you can enter. This is the drug I'm on. So it shows you this drug. This is what it's depleting. Vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C, protein synthesis. These are the foods that you can eat to replenish that. So you're managing the side effect. It's not telling you get off your tablet. It's bad for you. Okay. It tells you these are the foods. These are the supplements. These are the lifestyle changes you can make. So, and then of course, if you need more help, it guides you to a professional who can, because I think insurance companies need that insurance companies pay out a lot of money when people are unhealthy. But what if I knew everyone who's paid for insurance I knew what tablets they're on because I know depending on the medication they're on, we can forecast what secondary problems they're going to generate over the years. Now, if I can take care of that because I'm managing the side effects of the primary drug, guess what? Insurance companies are probably going to do less payouts and it's going to be beneficial for the person who's taking it because they're getting better. They're managing the side effect of a drug. Most people fall sick because of the side effects of the primary drug. Like most of my patients who die don't eventually die because of their cancer. They die because of organ failure, because the treatment has started to affect the other organs. And it's not the fault of the doctor. The doctors explain to you what the treatment's going to do. But that's how it is. That's the reality of life. But now if I know chemotherapy is going to weigh down my liver and my kidney, and I put in a protocol through my nutrition and my lifestyle to unburden the kidney and liver because of the treatment, 
I kind of mitigate the side effects. I'm complementing my medicine with complementary lifestyle and nutrition. And that is what works today. And that is going to be the future, Sam, of wellness and healthcare, an integrated approach. It's not something new. It's something that should have always happened, but it happened in fragments all over the world. And today at cancer hospitals in the US where I consult, there is an integrated ward where a patient can walk in and speak to people like us that I want an integrated approach. So around that table is the patient, the oncologist, the radiologist, the surgeon, the nutritionist, the yoga therapist, if they want as a team and everyone decides to get and the patient feels empowered that, wow, I feel so much better. My fear is down. When your fear is down, you put your body into a better position to heal. Now, some people may not have the money for these elaborate treatments, but you now have the knowledge that it's necessary. And everything I spoke about today doesn't cost you money. Of course, maybe supplements, but the lifestyle changes, they're inexpensive. It costs you two things, discipline and consistency. And that's why I launched a luxury brand a month ago. It's called DNC. Okay, DNC is discipline and consistency. It's a luxury you want. And it's free, absolutely free. So it's discipline and consistency. Any of my patients who have ever healed have put discipline and consistency with their nutrition, movement, sleep, and emotional wellness. Fate and destiny is in the dark corner because we don't know about it, but they put all of their power in these two words. And like your beautifully designed system talks about exercise, nutrition, sleep. Those are our pillars as well. We add emotional wellness and a little bit of spirituality. Every system is different. But we're talking about the same system, and that's what works. Your chain of what you built, Sam, is also the future of wellness. It's the only way. It's non-debatable. You can take what you want, but this is non-debatable. People know it. Their perfect truth is, we know what Sam has built is right. We just got to start doing it the right way, which again comes down to discipline and consistency. Consistency. It's funny, those principles can be applied in business as well, because the best businesses are consistent. You can't have... One day, great service, next day, poor service. So those principles apply across all areas of our life. Now, when you say you launched a new brand, Discipline and Consistency, is that a luxury brand for what, clothing or what is it? Uh, No, it was actually something to trick people. We said we're launching a luxury brand and it's called DNC, you know, like an H&M or like, you know, whatever. (laughs) And people were like, what what is this? Where can I buy it? How much is it going to cost you? And I said, it's free. Is it a luxury brand free? (laughs) What is it? We want it. And then over time we said, It's discipline and consistency and people loved it. They loved it. They were like, wow, that's so simple. Yet it's a luxury that can change our life. Well, it is. So yeah. It is is a luxury brand that we can adopt as part of our own personal (laughs) brand. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. So you've touched on sleep. Now, obviously the stress that we talked about gut health, we talked about peace of mind and a positive mindset, meditation, all in their own way. And sunshine influences sleep. Is there anything else you wanted to add about that pillar? Sleep is everything, Sam. I mean, it it is what that intelligence within us needs to do its work. You can be hungry, you can be thirsty, but if you're sleep deprived, it affects every part of your physiology. Dr. Matt Walker, he's a PhD in sleep, wrote a New York bestseller, Why We Sleep. What a beautiful book. And if you go to page 143, I know the page number because I use it in all my talks. He's made one statement. And what I like about Dr. Matt Walker, all his research is done on human beings, not on rats and mice. Doesn't leave that gray area over there. You know, if you are sleep deprived for more than 48 hours, your immune system crashes by 60 to 70%. Your N killer cells, that's your natural killer cells, your T cells, everything that you need to prevent cancer, disease, viruses. 
I mean, the science is out there. You can have the best food, you can have everything, but if you're sleep deprived, when you're sleep deprived, your hormones are in imbalance. You cannot be sleep deprived and have balanced hormones. Your gut is affected. What you choose to eat is governed by how well you slept. When you're sleep deprived, you are going to want quick energy, donuts, sugar, refined carbs. When you're sleep deprived and fatigued, you're not going to be motivated to work out. You're going to be motivated to skip your workout because you don't feel like doing it. And then because you're now not worked out, you put crap in your body, you feel low. So now you want to lighten up, you want to entertain yourself. So you probably drink more, watch more television. It's a vicious cycle. Sleep is required. Healing happens while we sleep. Melatonin is not just a sleep hormone. Today, it is scientifically documented as an anti-cancer hormone. Why? Because when we are sleeping, melatonin moves around your body, identifying proliferation of inflammatory and rogue cells. So if it identifies it, it can inform your immune system. Your immune system can take action. So if I'm sleep deprived, and today there are scientific connections of sleep deprivation and every possible cancer and disease. Which is why when we're sick, why do we naturally slow down and feel tired? Your body does it through your endocrine system, through your thyroid gland. It slows you down because your body can only heal and recover in a state of complete rest. But of course, we take that extra caffeine, we take a couple of pills and we say, I'm a hustler, I'm grinding, I'm working, I'm doing all of that stuff. <laughs> and the body yes. slowly starts to crumble. Yes. So 80s. It slowly starts to crumble. Yep. So sleep is everything. It is everything. Like I always tell people, you have 24 hours in a day. Minus, whether it's six, seven, eight hours of sleep that suits you. Minus that. Now you have 16 hours or 17 hours. Create the most extraordinary life in those 16 or 17 Remove your sleep, because if you don't, you'll utilize your sleep hours for what else you want to do in life. But remove that. So I operate with, I need eight hours. If I have 16 hours in a day. Everything I want to do in my life happens in 16 hours. So Luke's days are 16 hour days because eight hours is set for my sleep. So nothing ever comes in between that except maybe last minute travel or jet lag and stuff like that. So everyone has the ability, but respect sleep. It is everything. And there are too many people out on social media, billionaires and all of that saying, I sleep two hours and I built this. Well, that's you. Not everyone is like you. Don't send out a wrong message to people saying that by sleeping less, you're successful in life because that's a lie. That's not truthful. You're sending a wrong message to the generation below that sleep less and work more. I know billionaires today who sleep for eight to nine hours, but they manage the rest of their time so effectively and they're still billionaires. So it's possible. In fact, yeah. more effective because when you sleep more, your cognitive performance is better. Absolutely. So you can perform yeah. the same task in less time. And I think it was Matthew Walker who sleep deprived some university students and the ones who were sleep deprived, uh, they slept less than four hours, had 60% decline. Cognitive decline, yep. yeah. A massive shift happened with me when I started respecting sleep because I hit the wall. I was one of those that, oh, sleep is a waste of time. I used to sleep five to six hours. Now, like you, I sleep eight hours. And the moment that happened, my life completely <laughs> changed. The stress levels dropped. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just from sleep. I didn't take a pill. <laughs> that's why I talk about four S's in my keynotes, and that's socializing sunshine, sleep, and you can guess the fourth one. So what do you recommend for better sleep then? What are the, the tips or the tricks or the <laughs> techniques? Or I know it's return to simplicity, but what does that simplicity look like? Because most people think that it's yeah. in magnesium supplements or even a sleeping pill, or I know people that have to have three or four scotch whiskeys before they go to sleep. So everything works. Of course, sleeping pills, 
help you initially, but as you get addicted to it, it gets less effective, your dosage increases, and you wake up feeling tired the next day. You may sleep, but you're tired because it works on a mechanism of slowing down metabolism. So you're tired. What's the point of sleeping and feeling tired during the day? It's ridiculous. So some yeah. people need it. Take it the right way. Magnesium, of course, can help. It dilates the blood vessels, more blood flow you can, but it's not the only thing. It comes down to you retraining your body to sleep the right way. So we have a couple of rules. Of course, if you adapted a circadian rhythm, you will be sleeping like a baby within a week of doing it. What is the circadian rhythm? Eat your last meal with sunset or within an hour after sunset, okay? Gadgets, phones, electronics off one hour before you get to bed. Select your bedtime. Let's say it's 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night. Get into bed no matter what, even if you're lying awake. You've got to retrain your body that your subconscious mind knows that Luke gets into bed at 10 o'clock. We're going to build that pattern, okay? Wake up in the morning before sunrise or with sunrise. That's how you reset your circadian rhythm. When you wake up, keep your phone off for at least the first hour. You want to connect with natural light. The moment I look at sunlight or a bright sky, I reset my melatonin for the next 12 hours. If you like coffee, no problem. But don't let that be the first thing that goes into your system. Because when you wake up, your cortisol levels are already high. When you have your first cup of coffee, your cortisol levels are going higher. You don't need to disrupt your circadian rhythm by doing that. Wait for two hours and enjoy your coffee after that. Because if you need your coffee when you wake up, it's your body trying to tell you that you're sleep deprived and coffee is starting off your day. You know, so there's some change to be made over there. The best way, one of the best ways that work with all of our patients, and this is not my discovery. I learned it from someone, implemented, and now we use it all over the world. Let's say you're trying to retrain your sleep cycle. Do most of what I told you, especially the gadgets off, because bright light, blue light suppresses melatonin. You can't sleep well. A lot of people say, Luke, I can watch TV and fall asleep. I can look at your, my phone and fall asleep. I can do it too. But remember, it's the quality of sleep. Yeah, what you may fall asleep because you're physically tired, but you're not reaching all your REMs. You're not reaching your theta waves. You're in alpha, you're in beta, you're not reaching your gamma waves. That's deep sleep. That's the restorative sleep, the healing sleep. So you still want to keep that gap. So now let's say I'm trying to retrain my body and I'm trying to do everything that we just spoke about. I select my bedtime. More importantly, I select my wake-up time. So let's say I select my wake-up time at six o'clock in the morning. Now, no matter what time I get into bed, I will wake up at six o'clock. Even if I slept at 11, 12, or one, okay? I will wake up at six o'clock. Automatically, you will probably fall asleep a little bit earlier that same night or the next night or the next night. And then you retrain the body. In a few days, you won't need an alarm to wake you up at six o'clock. And in a few days, you will find yourself going to bed at a rhythm, in a rhythm that suits you. And you will fall asleep within five to 10 minutes of hitting the pillow. This by far is the most powerful exercise. Alcohol, like you mentioned, it will make you feel sleepy, but it's not going to give you the deep restorative sleep that you want. It'll help you to fall asleep. But you'll have disturbed sleep in between. Your waves during your sleep aren't optimum for your health. When I talk about sleep, I'm talking about sleep as a medicine. I want it to work for you, not just energy levels. So these are the things that you can do to retrain your sleep rhythm. Wow. Okay. That was uh, beautiful. You highlighted just about every tip I've ever heard out there in a very nice nutshell. <laughs> Luke, what do you think of melatonin supplements? Good, bad, indifferent? I think they're good when you need it. Like if I'm traveling to New York, I am going to use melatonin to reset my sleep levels because I'd rather not be awake when I have to see patients the next morning. I use melatonin sometimes if I feel I'm falling sick. Like during the COVID, I had to make some urgent travel trips to see patients. I was on a flight. I don't know whether it was the placebo effect, but the moment I landed, you start to feel you were surrounded by people who were coughing. 
what I do is, even if I feel the slightest dip in my immune system, or I feel a cold coming up, or a flu symptom, I take a melatonin that night, because I want to go into a deeper sleep. And I wake up the next morning, and Sam, it is magical. It is magical. You are completely fresh. I believe that the deep sleep actually boosted my immune system and looked after me. And this is not just me. All of my doctors practice this. All of my nutritionists and my patients as well. We use it when we feel there's a change in the body. Because for me, it's a scientific reasoning. Okay? Yep. I know the body can recover better with deep sleep. Okay? I want the deepest sleep. So I sleep well. I'm blessed to sleep well. But with melatonin, I go to a deeper sleep. So I'm enabling my body and my immune system to work better for me. So yes, I use it once in a way. I use it once in a way. Sometimes if I've had a really stressful week, I probably take it on a Saturday just to get that one night, wake up next morning like a billion bucks and get back to a normal sleep cycle. So you can. The problem is when people misuse it. Oh, I want to party at night. I want to drink or whatever. I'll sleep. I just take a melatonin and I'll be fine. So again, it comes down to intention. So if I'm misusing melatonin, after a while, 3MG isn't going to work for me, nor is 5, nor is 10. But now I'm used to something that puts me to sleep. Then I transition to an allopathic sleep medication. And that's where all the troubles start. So never misuse it. Use it strategically. My cancer patients, even though they can sleep well, they will be on melatonin at regular journeys in their sleep. Because like I said, melatonin acts as an anti-cancer vaccine, scientifically documented. So a lot of cancer patients cannot sleep. They're disturbed because of the fear of the disease, the pains that come with it. So we put them on melatonin and the patients who take the melatonin, their recovery, not just from the cancer, the side effects is phenomenal compared to the people who don't. So there's a lot of science that is now being documented and shared in the world of integrative medicine that is actually helping mainstream medication to accept these things. Wow, I did not know that about uh, melatonin and, and cancer treatment. That's a first, but it makes a lot of sense because melatonin is not just about inducing sleep. It's also yeah. energy production. It works in the mitochondria as well, doesn't it? That's Absolutely. Completely fascinating. So the message then when it comes to supplements is use them when you have to. Don't be uh, an addict to them. Now, in the past, I've taken supplements like turmeric, fish oil, CoQ10 and magnesium because I'm a long distance runner religiously. It was only recently, about three weeks ago, I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to go off all these things. Most of my diet and most of my supplements were all around anti-inflammatory. Yeah. And, and I thought instinctively, maybe too much anti-inflammatory is bad. Is that, is that true? Can you, can you have too much anti-inflammatory stuff? Yeah. It is true because anyway, the human body has the ability to produce its own antioxidants extracted from the food that we eat. But of course, if you're a long distance runner, see how you feel without this. I would continue doing what you do. I would continue with magnesium because you're a long distance runner. That's intensive. I would continue with a CoQ10 because of the statin that you're on. I would continue with a turmeric, but more than turmeric, it should be written curcumin because curcumin is the extract of turmeric. That's more beneficial for you. I would do that. I would also do an omega-3. I do an omega-3 as well. I forgot to tell you because, again, I want that quality omega, which I can't get from fish today, which are farmed in fish farms. Okay? So I would take an omega-3, especially if I'm long distance running because I'm going to build up a lot of lactic acid and create a lot of inflammation in the body. So I would actually continue with those supplements. But good. Again, bioindividuality. You've stopped it. See how you feel over the next couple of weeks. How's your recovery? How are your energy levels? And then make an informed decision. Like a lot of athletes will have to take supplements according to what they're doing. Our football players will take magnesium for better recovery so that they can train the next day. Our cricket players will take magnesium as well for recovery. They will also take amino acids because they work out twice in a day. So again, bio-individuality. 
but they won't take it because it sounds good and they rely on that one vitamin to make up for all the bad habits they have. That's the problem with supplements, but right. take it when you need it. Yeah. Love that approach and love your thought leadership, Luke. We need more of you in this world. And I, I understand you've launched that institute. So how do people find that institute? What is it called? It's called LSI, that's Life Science Institute. And we have integrative medicine, we have nutrition, we have nutrition for laymen, like a lot of wives and husbands reach out and say, Luke, we're going to have kids. We want to know how to build health into our family. So we teach them nutrition. They don't get certified to practice, but they get certified to build health into their lives. And then we're doing a master's program right now, and we'll soon launch a PhD as well. And we'll soon be affiliated with universities in the US and Dubai and everywhere else because it's a global phenomenon and it's being accepted really well. So I'll, I'll send you the details on that on LSI. And we have a lot of international students as well, a couple from Australia, a lot from the US. So it's, it's quite interesting to see people's, you know, want and thirst like yours to learn more. Because even right now, Sam, every day my learning is from my patients. I mean, I give credit to anatomy class and nutrition and food science. I mean, that's great, but it's experience that teaches us everything. I got about 8,000 hours of consultancy with every possible disease and people around the world. And I believe that is the blessing I have to learn from other people what they did wrong so I can teach people, hey, there's a better way of doing it. There's so much to learn. I learned spirituality from my patients, not from a religion. I'm a Catholic. I believe whatever. But I learn more from my patients, Yes. spirituality, yes. forgiveness, acceptance, letting go. And I believe, you know, that's what's made me who I am today. I'm just an average student with average grades and all of that stuff. But it is experience. And that's why I believe experience is the best teacher if we learn from it, if we reflect on our experiences. If I reflect on the patient I lost three days ago, there's a learning, there's, there's a whole chapter I can write about that and teach my doctors and my nutritionists and in our institute as well. And that is the experience that we need. That's why there are doctors out there who have experience. They can look at you, feel your pulse rate and tell you that, please do an MRI, there's a blockage. How do they know? They're not God, none of us are God. But experience teaches us to be in tune with our gut instinct, yes. our wisdom. Yeah. You know, that experience. And it's a beautiful thing. And again, it's, it's the same intelligence that you and I, our whole audience has. We have an intelligence within us that powers us, but we've suppressed it. We've suppressed it with doubt, with fear, with comparing ourselves with people, with envy, with all of these uncontrolled emotions. But we let those slowly go and you find this intelligence in you, which is brilliant beyond, beyond medicine in every way. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. So a lot of our listeners, I'm from the corporate world. So what you said early on, we've become a cautionary tale for lawyers, bankers, mortgage <clears throat> brokers, real estate agents, etc. Where can they find you? So we have a website. We're on lucatino.com. We're on Instagram at lucatino. We're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn as well. We're on Facebook. I mean, we've used every social media handle because there are some people who absorb Twitter. So we want our information to reach that audience. Facebook has all our videos. We're on YouTube. Every disease, everything that I talk about in detail is on YouTube, free of cost. Everything is absolutely open and free. When people need our professional help, they get in touch on the website. We get their reports. We understand the case. We assemble the team. So, so that's how it is. That's where we are. Written a couple of books. It's all on my website. Some of them are free downloads. And I would love your audience to go to our website and download A New Way of Living, The Circadian Way. It's a free download. There's another book on the magic pill immunity which teaches you to build your own immune system, to train it, 
rather than build it. That's a free download as well. So there's a lot of stuff that we keep sharing with everyone. We just want to keep sharing. And I believe I started my business, Sam, by sharing free information. I never thought I would ever have a business because I had a company running, wearable technology. But today, that thing of sharing free information has built an unbelievable business. So that's a story in itself. You know, I think the more we give and share, it just comes back to you in ways that you can never imagine. And that's what I teach my kid. I teach my doctors and nutritionists. Don't focus on the money. Yes, you need your livelihood. You got that. But focus on your journey. And when you do it the right way, when you use the gift that you're given, you have a gift, Sam. You could just be a superpower lawyer in Australia right now. But you have a gift that you're using to take knowledge, embrace knowledge, use it for yourself, and share it with millions of people. A lot of people have gifts that they don't use. And I believe if you are given a gift and you don't use it, it's going to be taken away from you. And everyone has to find a gift that they have. It could be simple. You have a gift of listening to people. You know the amount of healing that you can bring someone by just listening to them? Everyone has a gift. Everyone. Find that gift and use it over and above your jobs and everything else. And that's going to bring you that true freedom, that true joy that everyone's chasing all the time. You, you begin to feel like, wow, I feel good every single day. And that's what life is all about. Feeling good at the end of the day, even if you had ups and downs and struggles. Well, Luke, you have a special gift as well, and you've just shared it with us. And it's absolutely beautiful. I love your generous spirit and uh, your thirst for knowledge and your yeah. hunger to share what you know and to help people. And it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you and have this conversation. I'd love to have more conversations with you in the future if you'll come back to our show. For sure. I would love to. Thank you for this beautiful platform. And I loved engaging with you. You know, I'll be upfront with you, Sam. A lot of people don't know how to get the best out of someone. And there are a lot of shows we don't take up because it's like five foods to boost immunity, three of the best exercises. I'm like, no, I love the way you brought out whatever I wanted to share. I felt so engaged in this conversation. I've even lost track of time. But I feel so charged up after this podcast with you. So I got to thank you for creating this platform and for having me as well. And thank you. I feel completely inspired by everything that you've said and the way you've said it and the way you've pieced it all together, the physical, the mental, the emotional and the spiritual. Peace and respect to you, brother. The same back to you. Take care of yourself and we'll be in touch. To all our listeners, thank you again for listening. And as always, as I say, live consciously. And I always bring this information to you with the utmost of love and respect for your time and for your well-being. So until next time, live consciously. Thank you.